Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's your legacy? Miami Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single use plastic. More at MiamiDade.gov slash plastic free 305. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our YouTube handle is at LA Rams Up. Hey, we're not insiders here. We're just Rams fans that love talking about our LA Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Mark from Rams Up here. It's been a busy week here at Rams Up. We dropped a Ram Raider recap Saturday night. We came back Sunday morning with a little video on uh, draft grades for all the Rams draft, the 14 draft picks. Kind of an early assessment, way too premature assessment of how we feel about each of these draft picks. And I'm going to share that on tomorrow's pod as well. And I'm going to share this on tomorrow's pod too. They will be combined into a podcast this video, I'm going to talk about our position groups. Um, and in light of that, a heads up, I had a long conversation with Tom Quartz. Uh, we'll be publishing that in a couple of days. We go through all the points of interest with the Rams, where they're headed, what should we be concerned about, what should we be happy about, and how this season might be shaping up. 
I'm a little more hopeful than Tom, but we'll get to that in a couple of days. For now, let's talk about these position groups, and I'm going to talk about them from a perspective of how comfortable I am with them, how comfortable am I with each of these position groups. Think about like a comfort zone. How would you assess, how would you measure your comfort? You could say, hey, this is as comfortable as heck. Awesome. I love it. You could say it's very nice, maybe comfortable, but wish it was better. Maybe it's not the greatest. And maybe it's so bad, like a hotel room, you're checking out. This isn't working for me. And I'm going to plug these assessments, these comfort zone assessments to each of these position groups. And we'll see how it works. Kind of a fun exercise. Let's see how it goes. How about the quarterbacks? Well, I wouldn't say we're living the dream at the quarterback position, but I would say it's very nice. I feel very comfortable with Matthew Stafford, a healthy Matthew Stafford, a re-energized quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback coming back after a really painful year mentally and physically, I'm sure. And he's backed up by Stetson Bennett, who, you know, there's some chinks in his armor, but... I think he will eventually be a better backup than what we ha we've had the last two years here. And I don't hesitate to say that. So comfort zone for the quarterbacks. I'm going to say very nice, very happy with it. Running backs, kind of the same deal. You know, Cam Akers is not going to be a pro Bowl running back anytime soon. I don't think Kyron Williams remains a, a somewhat unknown quantity. And then you got Ronnie Rivers. He's going to be on the squad and either Zach Evans or Royce Freeman. I don't think both of them. Not a bad running back group, right? Could you say comfortable but wish it was better? Yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of borderline, but I'm going to go very nice, very nice running back group. Uh, low side of that. I'm not going to be ranting and raving about it, but running backs are okay. Tight ends, kind of the same deal. You know, Cam Akers, Tyler Higby, kind of the same dude, different positions, right? Tyler Higby can really step up and impact games on occasion. Very solid and reliable. The difference is this may be Tyler Higby's last year with the Rams. However, uh, Bryson Hopkins, we know he has the ability to be an impact tight end as well. And the Rams seem to be... John, Sean McVay went out of his way to compliment Bryson Hopkins above all other players in the camp as the one guy that's really stood out. That means something. And then there's Davis Allen, who a year from now, we could be looking at Hopkins and Allen competing for the starting job. So overall, I'm going to say a very nice tight end group. Uh, you could make the argument, I'm comfortable with it, but wish it was better kind of say that almost about almost any position unless you have Patrick Mahomes and Jerry Rice, right? What about the wide receivers? Again, I'm going to go with very nice because of Cooper Cup. You could say comfortable, but wish it was better. Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua, those last two, Atwell and Nakua, two still relatively unknowns, relatively unknown if the Rams are going to be successful at incorporating them in their offense, or is this going to be 14 targets for Cooper Cup every game? And Van Jefferson, a middle-of-the-road's number two receiver. It appears that those four are the top guys. Uh, I think 
Nakua has passed Demarcus Robinson on that depth chart from what I can tell. So wide receiver group, because of Cooper Cup, Cup I'm going to say very nice. One of the best receivers in the league when healthy. Now the offensive line, I'm going to say comfortable, but wish it was better. And the one thing about this offensive line is uh, I think they're competent. I think they're going to be okay. But I don't know that we have a single stud along those along that front five. Although, after talking to Tom earlier, Steve Avila might be that guy. And I have to go back and watch more of this most recent game. Uh, I think he's actually playing really well. Rams seem to be all in on Steve Avila at the left guard position. But overall, this offensive line is, again, I just wish we had a stud tackle on either end. Havenstein and Alaric Jackson are both going to be fairly solid, I think. And as a unit, could be okay. But I still, I wish it was better. I really do. And the defensive line. And this might be the toughest grade, the the worst grade of all. I'm going to say not the greatest I could say comfortable, but wish it was better, but I need to see more. I mean, Aaron, I need to see Aaron Donald playing alongside Kobe Turner, Bobby Brown, Marquise Copeland, and the rest, and maybe we'll be okay here. But right now, it's not the greatest. We've seen it the last two weeks, people saying, hey, it's the second unit defense. These guys are going to be on the field alongside Aaron Donald, the only guy the only pure starter missing was Aaron Donald, Copeland, Bobby Brown, Ernest Brown, um, Kobe Turner. These guys are playing now in the preseason, and they're going to be playing week one against Seattle. So, sorry, I'm saying not the greatest, and I, I'm probably not going to get a lot of pushback on that, actually. Edge, outside linebacker, I'm going to say comfortable, but wish it was better. And that's more of a just pure optimism on my part. Uh, Byron Young, I think, is going to impact, be an impact player, but we need to see it right. Michael Hoyt, he's going to be a mid-range edge rusher. He's not going to be, if he's playing every down, he's not going to rack up eight, nine, ten sacks. Not going to happen. Nick Hampton, some of these other guys, uh, Keir Thomas. I'm Tempted to tell you not the greatest, but we don't have enough data yet. We don't really have enough data to say anything about these guys, to be quite frank. But I'm going to go with comfortable, but wish it was better. Inside linebackers, I'm going to say very nice because of Ernest Jones. He's going to be the guy out there every down. He can do it all, and he's a very good linebacker. Christian Roseboom, Jake Hummel, and whoever else. Um... You know, they're serviceable linebackers. They can tackle, you know, as Tom uh, Quartz like to say, Troy Reader-esque. And uh, if they're backing up, playing alongside Ernest Jones, I think that's a very nice group. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Cornerbacks, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm tempted to say very nice at this point. You know, Kobe Durant, I think we have a lot of, I think he's going to be good. I think we have enough data on him to know that he's going to be a pretty good cornerback. 
Akella Witherspoon, solid. Darion Kendrick, you know, he's got to get, he's got to work through some issues. I think it's a lot of technique type things, but the Rams are going to play him a lot. I think he'll be okay. But the guy that really has me excited is Trey Tomlinson, and he could end up, he's going to be on the field a lot really fast. And that's why this cornerback group, no Jalen Ramsey, no Troy Hill, no Darius Williams. And here we have a very nice cornerback group. And the safety group, I'm going to say very nice as well. When you consider our starters are going to be John Johnson and Jordan Fuller. These two guys are proven NFL starters, play at a very high level. I think Jordan Fuller would be pushing for a pro ball slot at this point, if not for the injuries. His rookie year, he was really, really good. And then you got some young guys, Quentin Lake and Russ Yeast, that have been playing really well, have played really well. So um, I'm going to say very nice. And I'm going to say very nice on the special teams. Uh, uh, I'm a little concerned about the punt coverage, and I need to be convinced a little bit about the kicker, but there's no reason to think that he can't get it done. And then Ethan Evans and Alex Ward, the punter and long snapper, respectively, I think are both very good at their jobs, especially Evans. We have a great punter. One go back, the cornerbacks, I, I may be overvaluating them as very nice. Uh, maybe we should say comfortable, but wish it was better. Until we know we have a pure lockdown cornerback. Not sure we do. We'll have to see. Could be Kobe Durant. Not sure. Or if it weren't for his size, man, Trey Tomlinson, he is such a fun player to watch already. So that's it for my comfort zone assessment of all these position groups. We'll be back in a minute. If you're on the podcast anyways, listening on the podcast, we'll be back in a second with our draft grades. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you jump on the YouTube channel, subscribe, comment. Uh, We uh, augment these discussions with videos and graphics and a lot of good stuff. So please enjoy all of our content on the pod, audio, and the YouTube channel with video. Really appreciate it. Next up, our segment from the YouTube channel, handing out preliminary grades for all the Rams 2023 draft picks. Hey, welcome back, Ram fans. Mark from Rams up here. We got two preseason games under our belt now, and I feel like we've seen enough of these draft picks to give some preliminary grades on how we feel about this draft. Premature, I realize, but let's give it a shot anyways. And words to the wise, I do not grade second round picks the same way I grade seventh round picks. Seventh round picks, I don't give seventh round picks an F, never have, never will, and I won't today. I'll grade these higher picks more harshly. And uh, hey, let's get into it. Let's talk about the second round pick, Steve Avila, the guard out of TCU. He's been handed that left guard job from day one. Uh, Maybe he's earned it. Maybe the Rams didn't feel like they really had a lot of options there to improve this offensive line at that position. But, uh, you know, I don't know if he's necessarily blowing open holes uh, in these preseason games, but 
The Rams obviously like what they see enough of him to give him that job, and he looks like the real deal. Hard to say. This grade is a B for now. Could in, could turn into a, a C or an A, hopefully an A. A few games in, we're going to learn a lot. A few games in, we are going to learn a lot more about Steve Avila. Byron Young, similar deal. Um, he did not play against the Raiders after uh, you know, he flashed a little bit in the Charger game. Uh, apparently, he did really good in the joint practices, well enough for the Rams to sit him down. And to me, that means he's a starter in that edge rotation. So that's a good sign. Uh, I'm feeling good about this pick. We have to see the production, obviously. But for now, I'm going to give that a B plus, a B plus for the edge rusher Byron Young, a third round pick. Uh, Kobe Turner, you know, we, we see him out there uh, late in, into the game. Rams are saying all the right things about him. He's an undersized defensive tackle, similar to Aaron Donald in size. They apparently they like what they see. I don't I haven't seen anything special yet, but hey, two preseason games, uh, they're going to need him to step up and play well. Uh, I don't know. I don't I really don't know how to grade Kobe Turner to be quite frank, but I'm going to go ahead and give that a B minus. Um, maybe that's a little bit harsh. I'm trying not to be over optimistic with some of these grades here, just because I'm a Ram Homer, guilty as charged. Stetson Bennett, everybody's ranting and raving about Stetson Bennett, but I see some, you know, some areas that obviously need improvement. He needs to get rid of the ball quicker. He needs to go through his progressions. The Rams have voiced concerns about his ability to, to do that. But hey, it's early. You know, two preseason games. This guy just needs a lot more snaps. Um, the reason I would hold back a higher grade on Stetson Bennett is the fact that the Rams passed on Aiden O'Connell, and Aiden O'Connell is more NFL ready. We've seen that. I think he's going to be the starting Raider quarterback uh, probably starting next year. I really believe that. Aiden O'Connell looks like a really good quarterback. Um, as I joked in my Raider Ram recap, Aiden O'Connell might be the third best quarterback in the AFC West right now. But so I'm going to give Stetson Bennett a, a B, round four pick, quarter, rookie quarterback. I, I'm I'd like to give him a B minus, but I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want y'all to yell at me too loud, so I'll go with a B. Nick Hampton, fifth round pick. About what you'd expect with a, a fifth-round edge rusher. Uh, he's holding up okay in the run from what I've seen. He's close to making some plays, but nothing special so far. Again, it's early. He's going to be probably more of a special teams guy at this time. But for a fifth-round pick, I can't give him worse than it be at this point. And Warren McClendon, you know, I was a little bit concerned about him. And then uh, in the game yesterday against the Raiders, he stepped in for Logan Bruss and did a pretty good job. So that was promising. Andrew Whitworth says he has a really good, uh, a good, great knack for staying in front of uh, defenders. That's a pretty big deal. Um, a future as a swing guard tackle with the Rams is what I'm thinking. So that's a solid pick. I'll give it a B at this point. Davis Allen going into the Raider game, it was going to be incomplete, right? He's been banged up, has not played at all. 
I commented before the Raider Ram game, the one thing I wanted to see from the Rams and Stetson Bennett is get the tight ends involved against the Chargers. Christian Sims had one catch for five yards, and that was it. Uh, and then Davis Allen steps into the fold. He is clearly our number three tight end at this point. Nine catches for 50-plus yards for a fifth-round pick, showing a lot of potential. I'm going to go ahead and give him a B. You know, I'm going to give him a B-plus because he, you know, one of the uh, things I mentioned in his draft profile is that he's a human vacuum cleaner. He will go up and get contested balls. Could be a really big red zone threat, assuming he gets some playing time. And we saw that on his first catch. That was that was a really impressive catch he made in traffic going up and getting the ball. So I'm going to give Davis Allen a fifth-round pick, a B-plus. Puka Nakua, you know, uh, what are we going to give him? I think we're all going to agree that's an A at this point. Tempted to give it an A-plus, but again, I don't want to be overzealous. It's a little early. They sat him down for the second game, which means he's he's in their plans. Uh, Puka Nakua not playing. Demarcus Robinson out there. Demarcus Robinson returning kicks. So maybe we have this pecking order all messed up. Maybe Puka Nakua is the number four receiver after Cup, uh, Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell. Maybe Puka Nakua is the number four guy, not Demarcus Robinson, not Tyler Johnson, not Ben Skowronik. Puka Nakua, I- I'm not going to give him an A+. Plus. We a little early for that. Let's be let's pump the brakes on that. But you want to you want to hand out A pluses. I'm going to give Trey Tomlinson an A plus, a sixth round pick, and this guy is showing up in the passing game, in the running game. Love his attitude, his physicalness. He's probably going to draw some penalties because he's just he's just flying around there making plays. That one call on him for the. Uh, the illegal, uh, I guess you call it an illegal block, flying in and taking out the lead blocker. <laughs> I I guess it's illegal now, right? But I like the way he plays. Trey Tomlinson is going to be a contributor to this Rams secondary very, very soon. A six-round pick. That's an E+. Plus. Uh, O'Shawn Mathis, you know, I got to go with an incomplete on him. Um, potentially going to turn into a D for a six-round pick. If he doesn't bounce back and uh, get moving, um, he's at risk of ending up on the practice squad at best at this point. And I know it's health issues, but hey, it is what it is. I'm going to give him an incomplete. But uh, O'Shawn, you know, you need to start showing up at class and turning in your papers or uh, you're going to get a D and you're going to have to repeat this course. I know that doesn't apply to football, just using some college terminology there just for kicks. Ethan, I'm sorry, Zach Evans, the running back, a guy that if you've been listening and watching, I like. He just needs to get some space, and this offensive line hasn't been able to do it for him, but he's looked okay. I think he's in a battle for a fourth running back spot with Royce Freeman, and I think Zach Evans is going to win it. Royce Freeman del- delivers that. He brings to the table that ability to punish defenders uh, trying to win, uh, earn a first down. And we saw that against the Raiders. Uh, he gained like three yards after contact and got the Rams a first down. I don't know if Zach Evans is that type of running back, but we did get him involved in the passing game a little bit. 
And he just needs to be in space, I think, and give, give him some time. He could be an okay uh, NFL running back. But at this point, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. It's a seventh-round pick. You can't be too harsh on him. Um, the Rams obviously found a, a running back that could be a potential backup in the seventh round. That's not too shabby. Ethan Evans. Now, on the one hand, you say never draft a punter or a kicker in the draft. Just never draft either one. And so a lot of people are going to give this a D or an F just because of that. But I beg to disagree. This guy it has the potential to be an, a pro ball punter from what we've seen already. The leg strength is not an issue. Um, the ability to uh, position kicks, precision kicking, directional kicking, we've seen that already. I love Ethan Evans. I love this draft pick in the seventh round. I'm not going to give it an A plus because he is a kicker, but I will give it an A. And then you got Jason Taylor, and I'm not sure what's going on with him. You know, there's a lot. It's just a mess, this competition in the safety group. You know, John Johnson started against the Raiders, which always surprised me. I still think he's a starter back there with Jordan Fuller. Then you got Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake making plays all over the place, mostly on special teams, though. And Rashad Torrance got a ton of playing time. Tanner Ingle, a guy I wanted to see, he was he didn't get in until late in the fourth quarter, I, I believe. And Jason Taylor, he may have been out there. I didn't see him. I'll have to go back and look. Maybe the Rams are already penciling him in on the roster, or maybe he's at risk. I don't know. I, I can't give Jason Taylor a grade. I'm going to call that incomplete. And Deshaun Johnson, Mr. Irrelevant. Now, you know, if this guy didn't make the team and was the first guy cut, people would give it an F. I wouldn't. I'd give it a D at worst. Now, but what do we do? What do we give him right now? He's still competing for a roster spot. And he hustles. He's in on plays. Um, he He's in the mix for a roster spot at this point. So I'm going to give that a C at this point. That could change. I Who knows? How do you, how do you grade Deshaun Johnson at this point? You'd have to really have eyes on the, um, the joint practices with the Raiders and training camp sessions and all that. We can't tell from this game. We don't know what his specific role is on each of these snaps. I'll have to go back and look. But the last pick in the draft, I'll give it a C at this point. But if you go through these draft picks, I mean, the Rams have done okay so far. They're, they got a bunch of guys that are going to make this roster. I think the only ones that might not make the roster at this point are Mathis. Um, Zach Evans is at a little bit of a risk. Jason Taylor, we just don't know, and Deshaun Johnson. And they have some dudes that are going to be really good NFL players, Puka Nakua and Trey Tomlinson. And then guys like Davis Allen, Byron Young, Steve Avila, solid starters at one at some point, possibly. And uh, Kobe, not even mentioning Kobe Turner, he could be a very good player as well. So far, this draft is looking pretty darn good. Uh, we'll find out a lot more in these first couple weeks of the season. But no complaints here from Rams Up. Pretty good draft at this point. Out here for now. Thanks.
that's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan. And Crimson Fly by Hamama. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com.